0: Uh, hey everyone, I'm Wa. And I'm Chris, and
1: welcome to do Sweeties.
0: We're two longtime friends who discuss the riveting and sometimes trashy world of reality TV and docuseries.
1: Yes, but through our own lens, which, honey, I mean, it can be be real trashy, but can also be kind of like dressed up in such a way that makes me feel like this isn't as trashy of a season. But at the end of the day, hopefully something mildly sweet. Hi.
0: Hello. My very
1: specific intro for what we're talking about today. Yeah. Go ahead, boo.
0: Yeah. So at this time, we're talking about Love During Lockup, season four, episode three. Once a criminal always a criminal no just called once a criminal
1: yeah once a crime i mean this is i guess in relationship to latisha's conversation with her lawyer where her lawyer is like oh you handle people's money and you took an oath like this is so funny like when he had to like remind her of, of her fiduciary oath that she can't like just put people's monies and information in like all of their like financial information just like in people's hands that you know maybe just like had some issues before but anyway where do you want to start do you want to start with them
0: yeah let's start with them
1: yeah leticia and keith
0: woohoo so it's funny because they keep showing us pictures of of keith and we're like who is that right because the person that he currently looks like has 10 years worth of dreads grown so it's like, why are you showing? I mean, I know I get it. They want to show us like, well, I guess what he was before when he was maybe or not banging, Janae or whatever her name was. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It just it was just weird that they keep showing that. And then secondly, we start off where he serendipitously hung up the phone on uh, Letitia when she had asked him if his sixteen-year-old penis went into her, you know, coworker's sixteen-year-old vagina.
1: Yeah, because as her friend said, she was hot, he was hot. And that's what happens when you're hot and you're, you know, in the same area. So like this conversation is absolutely ridiculous. You know, like at first he says, that's your friend. Ask her, which is like already confusing because I'm supposed to give you like my whole company. And then he says no. And but then he gets a lot of shady shit, a lot of extra details that makes me feel like you're trying to butter her up for shit she's not my type you know it's like that kind of pick me stuff like she's like it's almost like being like he's saying like oh I find her so ugly no I find her really ugly I would never hit such an ugly woman instead I like you my type incredibly beautiful my wife and she who this person is her friend and colleague is just like oh good you think she's ugly you think that I'm pretty and I feel good about this conversation the end like right
0: Yes, I think it was due to. I, I think it. No, I shouldn't say this. I don't know what I'm going to say, but what <laughs> I think that Letitia thinks that she's in a different lane than that other person. And so she just feels validated that her husband was like, no, I would never date someone like her. And then at the end of the day, we're all like, but you're in prison and you've been in prison for 10 years. So like, who are you and and why does your opinion matter about whose type? You are a loser,
1: so. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. she says that he gets a lot of women, that he is a player. And I just want to be like, wait, okay. Are you still talking about when he was hot around the way the same time your friend was like in high school? Or are you talking about he has gotten women since he has been d- growing out the hair. Like, you know, like, cause that's a whole long time. And like, you mean in the pen pal sides? Like, and do you mean that he just, what, like brags to you about how much money women just throw at him? And so that's why she feels like he's, you know, worthy of her. I just like, I can't quite, yeah, isolate. Oh.
0: Yeah, no, I think you're right. I think that it's a little bit of that. And we are kind of just watching this person, like do things in her bed the same way Ty did. Like we're just really watching Ty again and we're watching somebody who's so happy about like being married to somebody who's been in prison for 10 years. And all, the rest of us are just like, who cares if you have a business? Who cares if you have a fiduciary responsibility? Like y- all of that negates the fact that you are spending time. I mean, and the truth is like, does she have kids? Yes. So we ha- we have a conversation where, where a situation where he is, talking to all the people who work at the job via face, not, not even FaceTime, on the phone, on speakerphone.
1: With his nameplate, with his, she made him like a silver, you know, like chief nameplate. I couldn't, like that part's crazy. Yeah, so Martha, yes, so, so she is presenting a certain thing and I don't know what quite is, what, what's real. I'm gonna say this about her. Every outfit she wears is super cute. Mm-hmm. you know like from the pink you know kind of like sweater knit thing she's wearing in her bedroom which is like her bedroom is like a little off-putting like it looks like she wants it to be glam but there's just a bunch of shit on the floor like why isn't there a vanity and then and during this like husband's going to interview the people she's wearing this houndstooth 2 piece set a uh, fucking adorable and then when she goes to the lawyer we already talked about she's wearing this like green thing that kind of like ruffles in the front i want so much for her to be i want i love what she's giving and i want to believe that she's fabulous. And I love her car. I love her children. They're beautiful, you know? And so, yeah, these certain things that like make me feel like she's not on point as much as I wish she would be just begs, begs pause. One thing that she, interesting that she says is that she, you know, obviously we've been knowing that she's been trying to like get her husband being in the business and somehow like she says, like, you know, advisor. So it's like a weird kind of thing. And then she says she's used to being an alpha. And then I think, oh, I wonder if all of these other things she's done is sort of like performative gestures to like play at submission in some way because she either feels like her attitude has like not let her have a man or she has to do these kind of things in order for her man to feel big and better than and, you know, so she can, you know, whatever. It's like, I'm wondering why she says that because all we see is her giving, 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 like, you know, confusingly.
0: I guess the, my thought is that she is somebody who has, I guess, has made herself a role model and probably has done better than the generations before her, one. I'm just guessing. I don't know. Two, I think that with that, sometimes folks, um, you know, can't let go of things in the past. Because, I mean, truthfully, she shouldn't be with him. If she's looking on the up, like, he's nothing but going to bring her down. True. And so I think she's just, like, playing this part, but not fully able to, like, let go of the, you know... Bad things that maybe I don't know. She grew up, I don't know, girl. But like when she says she's an alpha, like weird. That was weird. She said that because I'm like he is not an alpha. He is, and if he is, like he's bad at it. Like you, like he just like is he gonna come out and just like do more? No. So then she goes to this lawyer, and the lawyer is like, "You are an idiot because he was involved in conspiracy." Which have you looked up the definition of conspiracy? And at first I thought it was rude. I was like, first of all, to me a conspiracy is when several people are like thinking of though away way someone else is doing them dirty like to me that's a conspiracy I didn't know conspiracy had anything to do with money and so she doesn't either and so he's this lawyer is like no 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 this person can't be a part of your business but you know what you can do is do a postnup because you already married this foolish man you foolish lady have already married this man so what you need to do is make sure that money goes in the proper places and every time he's like you need to save your money and make sure your kids have it she's like yeah 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 my kids and his kids and he's like no 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 <laughs> You are the one with the money. Stop making it so that his money, your money, could possibly go to his wayward family. No, she's just like, yeah, yeah, his kids too, and like, oh no, I don't, I don't. I'm just like, why? If I were her children, I would be upset. I'm like, no, that money and all the lineage it comes to me because I am your actual blood. <laughs> like, you cannot give it to
1: this man's children. Yeah, it's called generational wealth, not step generational wealth. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you know
0: what and i'm like are those kids coming to her home does she like take care of them how are those other baby mama's feeling like you know just many many thoughts but yeah i mean it was i just get tired of watching her because i feel it's so stupid I, you know what I, honestly hmm. i don't like love during lockup like i want them out i want the prisoner to come out in two days you know
1: Yeah. oh yeah li- yeah okay you're right because then we just get a lot of the same old, same old. Like I, like I'm basically I'm watching Jade's TikTok, just longer versions of it. Right? Yep. Yep. I like.
0: I am not interested in watching Love to <laughs> Like, give Was me, it. give me a Nathan, give me a Skyler. You know what I'm saying? Give me a Michael. Give me a, a Juju. Give Give me people who are actually out in the world and having real conflict, not fake. You didn't answer the phone.
1: Conflict. Well, you know what? When you're right. You're right.
0: All right. Well, let's take a commercial break. Mm.
1: Okay. <laughs> Coming a hot off of Waz great opinion, which is we don't like this show. Let's go into another <laughs> I <laughs> know uh, I love you so much do you want to go on just uh Ren- Renika and Asanta oh Asanta? my god I'm so sorry I'm, like, his I'm name like...
0: is Asante and I don't know why yeah, they spell it Asanta and yeah, Renika sorry, is Asante. wild Renika and her sister Shacola which is like two crazy ass names and like I'm gonna say it somebody wanted to fight fight me on the internet like a couple of years ago and I was like there are some names that are crazy and they're like well Wahima is a crazy name and I was like I beg to fucking differ Shakola is crazy that is she and Coca-Cola but anyways that's my opinion come and fight me in the comments
1: no I mean a cultural name is a cultural name I mean you know and so like I guess as a as a non-black person I you know like if you told me that Renika was a name, a beautiful African name of some lineage like Nigeria, I would not be able to say no to you. So I don't know. You know what I'm saying? So like, yeah. that's only, you know, like I would never, like you could tell me Shakola is something and I would just, what am I, I going to say? No, it's not. I'll be like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like whatever. But God bless. Uh, yeah. So we get to see her talking to. Uh, yeah her mom and you know her mom is like you can do better that she's like her mom is controlling so she's happy to get rid of her mom her mom is really beautiful I just kept thinking you know like we've seen a lot of her family and we've seen them play Jenga and they've been knowing about this guy and I you know in other situations like Jade's family not to bring her up again they've all talked to Chris so I'm like in my mind I'm like oh yeah they haven't talked to him and I wonder if she's even like I want them to hear his voice and and I want him, I want them to like also see and hear him, talk to her, meet them in the FaceTime. Is that scene going to happen? Because if that scene happens, I want all the cast of characters there, the mom, the sister. I even want who we are get introduced to in this episode, which becomes one of my favorite people. And I'm so sorry, which is her mom's friend, Lou, who ends up going to this party, this like white woman who's nary says a thing, but is there the entire time. Like a Shirley Temple, like a mute Shirley Temple. Go on, yeah. Y'all. You know, it's uh,
0: I. I didn't expect her mother to be so young, but it attracts yes. one. And then, like her, I feel like her mother was a grandmother at forty-two, because that woman is in her fifties and she looks good. One, two, her the teenage kids are like. I mean, the, her Renika's kids are teenagers, so I'm like, like she had been a mom for a minute. To Renika, listen. I'm just the best thing about this episode was Renika's outfit. As much as they called her like squirrel fur or whatever, she was cute. Oh yeah, she was cute. I can't Girl. even hate on it. Now the rapping, terrible. The fact I know. that <laughs> the fact that she like got her family kicked out, and but it was like fake kicked out. Yes, right? it was.
1: Which there's no known- good. Tiffy. tiffy, good Tiffy. Okay, wait. okay, good. Because why I want to say this. the reason why I wanted to say, like, did you think it's fake? and I want to think it's fake is because two things. a, there was no reason to kick them out. They people can disagree. And Renique is the one that threw water on them. Nothing. Those people had done nothing except voice their opinion somewhat loudly like there's no way you can't take them out you know what are we gonna do so unless it's like so in my mind i was like is renika saying that these four or five people are her personal security that just have jurisdiction in this land they also kick these people out with full drinks and i mean okay again state by state maybe to me i'm like if it well i don't know in california you just don't kick people out with a full drink i mean but maybe there's in new orleans do you they're not in New Orleans, but I'm just picking a city and, that I know alcohol just is a little bit differently, whatever, legalized there. But anyway, moving on. So yeah, then they just go back, right? These just go back right in. It's not even a problem. Literally that one friend's like, or sister's like, you know, I'm going back in. And they just do, you know, like I, the, okay. So yes, the silver, it's silver fringe. It's silver things. It's all beautiful. It's like, you know, bedazzled and it's a uh, top to bottom. The second thing is the rapping. I kept listening, listening, listening. I will tell you this. It was very fast and not melodic. It's like, you know, I understand there are certain, like, vibes or whatever. But, like, it was just like... It's like she just memorized a whole bunch or try to say it as fast as possible with no flow or no like hitting a certain thing so you know that it's a rhyme and then doing it again one more time I don't care you know so obviously you know I'm a rapper so that while did you ever say you know I'm a rapper
0: wow Mm -hmm. I do know that I've heard you put down some sick rhymes like what I just did Mm -hmm. it was great uh yeah i i there's too many people on stage you know it's too many people on stage chris like there was like what well, was, was a lot of butts there was a, a lot of butts which is fine but then there's like extra men on stage like a dj and she was like don't let anybody tell you not to uh, go after your dreams and everyone in the audience is like yeah i want to <laughs> be the first fireman in my family yeah i want to be the first you know government worker in my family and literally her don't let anybody stop telling you what you you know don't let anybody stop going after your dream is like, yeah, hers is like, yeah, I want to just move my teenage daughters to a strange city to meet a man out of prison. (laughs) It's like, girl, don't, that's not the same. This is not your dream. Like, you know, something's up. It's a knickknack whack situation. And you were taking your teenage daughters over there. And we're just here for the ride, I guess, to watch this happen.
1: You know, it's like, I really want you to just fall back. I mean, I mean, that's just like, oh girl, like I loved when your dream was like making money with eyelashes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Like, I love that dream for you. Like, and I also like want, you know, that's a great dream. But in like, you did it, you know, like she's there, that girl that we had met from that thing. I just like the cast of characters that are there. Like, I'm so sorry about that Lou person. Her from her mom's from that there. That's just like so funny to me. At one point, because at one point Ronika's like, who here hasn't dated a criminal? You, you. And I was like, are you going to point out at Lou? And then at one point she throws water. I'm like, are you going throw it at Lou? Like, and Lou, by the way, was there for the raps, just like sitting with her mom. And I'm like, oh, my. Anyway, yeah, I will just say, one point she also says the word regardless, which I really liked that. Uh, <laughs> the sis is drunk and great. Like I love that sis, you know, like yeah, Chocola's th- great. Yeah, you know, and so having said that, I hope to god goody goods that this is a person and couple that we see through the storm. We I want to this is Wa doesn't like this show, as we said, but there are the setup, like before the 90 days, that some of these the best of the best will rise, and will go into the next season, yeah. caring even more about them. And when they come out of lockup, it'll be even more.
0: Yeah, Obviously, she's doing the- that. She's going to be yes. on regular. I've seen. I've seen the commercials for it. Oh,
1: <gasps> great! Yeah,
0: yeah. So, you want to move on?
1: Yeah, I can't wait to. I've been, uh, waiting for, I've been. I texted you about this person. Didn't you didn't say anything about this person back to me?
0: Oh, you want to move to this person? Great. Let's move to. Um, I don't know Shakespeare in the Park girl and Josh Savannah and Jake mm, Jake okay. great.
1: Wow, that was a first. Normally I'm that. (laughs) I tell you what the names are. I know, I know. God, this is such a great, I mean- Oh, great drone shot on like an Elizabethan outdoor theater you know like wow We you should know about wow theater arts major likes mm-hmm. shakespeare a lot like she's so nerdy like that you know i'm so saying she would do shit like that so we mm-hmm. see this woman just like in the cheesiest shiniest polyester red pair costume and she is like this monologue is from i don't know if she said merchant of venice or you know whatever whatever one of the lesser you know and then merchant this
0: venice is not a lesser
1: <laughs> See, I, that's what I said, nerd. Okay, while you said I want you know what you made you, you do it. I know you should do it.
0: Um, I don't know what she said, uh, but she <laughs> I don't know what, what monologue she did, but her whole premise is that she met him because she was uh, for a role. so she was going to be a prison, I guess a prisoner's wife in a role that she was getting. And so she started doing that for like uh, character development. and we're all like, not in that dress. No, you are not a real actor. You, everything that you are presenting to us is like community theater. Didn't even do theater in high school. Like just bad community theater. That Ren Fair. I really like dragons, but don't have enough money to like invest in a good corset. With like, you know, there are some good outfits that happen at Ren Fair, and this was mm-hmm. terrible. Mm-hmm. She is a liar. We. Um, this is. This was the. <laughs> the, the <laughs> why no she's a liar we have um i got some tea about her she's not mm. really who she says she is like she's been she, her meeting jake has nothing to do with an acting role she's been trying to get like attention for being a prison wife or girlfriend for a, a long time she went on the podcast like before she got on the show so it's like well known that this is all a fakey fake lie And, but I mean, those tears are real. She really does cry on camera and try to like make it seem like everyone's stopping her from being from Jake. And that Jake's mom was like, I can't believe you're interested in this nothing ass woman. And I
1: died. I was like, the mom said. (laughs) I can't, I I like, Please let us see the mom. Please have us see the mom. On the mom, like I want the mom. I'm with the sister. The mom. I want the aunt. The mom. Please, I, want to it. I love. I mean, for, yeah, I love the story she gives. The story she gives is un is unreal. This is a this is a grown woman looking at a confessional, having to tell the story. Which is this is the story. And I couldn't. I wouldn't be. If this is a story. I'm going to say this. If it's fake, then she's a genius. If it's real, she has no shame. Okay, and this is the story. So. The mom goes and listens to some bullshit, trashy band somewhere, okay? And the bullshit, trashy band guy, drummer, or some musician in it is like, oh, I'm from Blankety Blue, Blop Blue Bloops, you know, and I'm so sorry. It's like somewhere in the Midwest, do not kill me, okay? Just, I'm so sorry. Which is, of course, Savannah's hometown. So the mom is like, oh, you're from Blady Bloots Woobity Blops. I know this like dumb girl that's like dating my like really lovely son who's like such a such a catch. And do you know her, her name is Savannah? Uh, she's crazy looking. And this musician is like, oh, d- she disgusts me. We met on Tinder. We fucked. I'm disgusted by her and I hate her. And the mom is like, well, when's the last time you you had the dirty sex? And then this musician is like July 14th, you know, like 2022. And the mom's like, oh my God, she was talking to my son then, you know? And so that's the story. And then she tells this like i listen i'm gonna tell you this right now i have such shame in my life i could not on national television tell a story in which some man said that he had sex with me and then found me disgusting afterward it's like to my core if you really want to know like how to get at me like it's like it's like you know it's kind of the same thing as like you know how danielle's pee smells like you can't do like it's just like it's like remember how like season one muhammad said that danielle jabari's a Piece, uh, pussy smelled, and that's why we watch that show now. Because that's, if that that <laughs> moment didn't happen, like probably wouldn't be such a big deal. But like because that moment happened 14 years later, there's um, billions of do- dollars in Matt Sharp's pocket, and we're putting it there anyway. What? Well,
0: I never watched their season. I think I need. I think they're season two because I watched season one, and they're not on it. I think I need to do season two. Okay. Anyways, wow, <laughs> that's a crazy story, Chris. Here's the truth. It's a lie. It has to be a lie. There is no. Even if it was true, you would lie about that. You would never tell anyone that that happened. A, and B, so he's playing at a bar and this like seasoned woman walks up to him and is like, hey, where are you from? So let's talk about that. Let's talk about the, the mom being a low-key groupie. And for whatever reason, this man chooses to tell this woman that he, who he's dated in Macon City or whatever. It's crazy. It doesn't even make any sense. It just, it wouldn't be something somebody would do and if they did you know they're a gabby lucy
1: if if to say that she's disgusting makes me feel like they (laughs) had like such what kind of sex do they think they have
0: sloppy she kind of threw up a little and he stopped kissing her but he just like kept going because he was already inside
1: do you think she cries and, like, she, like, cries a lot? Yeah, you're right. Oh, my God. Do you just really – God, you said it so – I can't even make, top what you said. That's exactly what it is. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> it's visceral. I had a yeah. visceral reaction. Yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah,
0: just, like, he's sloppy drunk and,
1: Yeah i just want to say one thing i think that jake's just using her like he's just like this woman is absolutely fucking crazy and she wants to marry me and i don't want to marry her and she keeps asking and he even has like for a criminal and by the way jake is someone else who also like in his pictures because he's been in prison for so long jake looks like he's two years old literally like he looks like a nephew of mine who's like a five-year-old with like a sweet cherub brown face and now mm-hmm. he he's a different person because time has passed but he even lays down the boundaries like you can't just make me try and marry you yep that's not the way it works, and it's. I wish you could also be like. I haven't been. I have been in prison for a very long time, so I'm going to need. This is what I want everyone to say. I'm going to need a period of adjustment that has nothing to do with you and everything to do with me. And if you don't accept that, I understand where you are in life, but I need a period of adjustment. Period. That's what's happening. I'm not gonna. I am going to come out of prison i'm going to reacquaint my life to the world in which we know you know every day but i have to remember it it's civilization it's crazy everyone says the same things at a prison they're used to like we're that weird structure without it it's hard everyone goes through the same shit and if you are layered on top of any sort of addiction then that's like even you know multiplied
0: Yep. 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 I mean, the only people who come out right away and are able to just like move on are people who maybe only did like two or three years or something small. But when you come mm-hmm. out of like a 10-year bid, like there's no way, especially if you went in as a young man and now you're coming out as like a middle-aged person, like there's no way. So you're right. I mean, speaking of drug addicted, let's move on to the cop and the n- not cop in prison. Mm-hmm.
1: So- Andy and Brittany. Andy and Brittany.
0: Andy and Brittany. So- We start off with a phone call to him from her saying that he lied to her. And we have a man who is not in touch with the way he's affected his children and has kind of pushed it away and been like, well, even though he's admitted to us that whenever he was at home with his children, he absolutely hated it. But to them, he's like, I did what I was supposed to do. And they're like, no, no, you didn't. And so she's calling him out for that. And he cannot handle it, girl.
1: He cannot handle it. No, he cannot, honey. No, he cannot um it's interesting he's like it's hard to explain why i left them high and dry that he would go and clear his mind for like a couple of days i want to be like what does that mean you would go gamble and be with hookers like come on like you just needed to like get away and so you would go to like that's what you mean by that but he just didn't think the kids know notice i wonder who was with the kids at the time or his parents you know like in my mind i'm like how long were you gone because you could have easily just been like hey dad has to go on a work trip buddies like you know like why was it so like did you just not even tell them you were leaving? That's confusing too. Like, you just didn't think they were humans. Like, I don't know. <laughs> you yeah. know what? What? Unfortunately,
0: people of his generation, and I don't know what generation that is because, Lord, I can't tell you think he's 75, and I have no idea. Um, is that I think, like, the generations of parents were able to get rid of things based on technology available to their children, including television and or I think radio, right? Because people don't know that they're lacking unless society tells them that they are. And I think like when I think of my dad and some of the stories he tells me that my grandmother did, I'm like, that was abuse right but he doesn't think of it as that because he didn't have any other frame of reference like he's just moving roaming around the world and maybe you know neighbors are worse or people are worse right so he's like oh no my mother's the greatest right but then you have like me where I'm seeing all types of TV, I'm getting information that my parents didn't get when they were little. So the feelings that they had about possible abuse <laughs> happened to them is completely different than my dad telling me to get out of his face. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, he literally is like, I don't want to talk to you right now. And I'm like, no, you don't love me, you know, yeah. And so <laughs> like, I think that that's what happened. So like, maybe Andy was abused as a child. Right. And or somewhat, right? Something happened to him. Oh, yeah. I see what you're saying. He, he doesn't realize that his children are feeling it in a different way because yep. they have access to see that he's not there. And they can see that he hates it when he's around them. And they can see, they can, you know, they can tell. So anyways, that's, that's my long story to say that just because it didn't hurt you when you, your parents did things, those things to you doesn't mean it won't hurt your kids.
1: You you are not wrong. Andy is crazy. He has so many small frames in this house. You know, he just keeps pacing back and forth. There's like tiny, tiny frames. I'm like, get some bigger size frames. Like, you know, like make a gallery wall. And then he, he does the thing that's always very funny in a little stage. Like, okay, why is there a bunch of laundry just on his doorstep that is just singing, chanting at him to in the moment. Kick that shit over, but by the way, now goes into the grass, and the only thing that hurts is him. It doesn't hurt Britney. It doesn't hurt his. Kids. It's like it's just, you know he's he's dumb, you know, like uh, he's been dumb, you know, like he seems so out of touch. He just seems like his IQ is not nary anything. And I also feel like, can I say something? He didn't quit the police force. Yeah, they let him go. Yeah,
0: for thank negligence or, or something.
1: Yes, thank you. Yeah. I, because I struggled with that for a second only because I sometimes think if you are a police person, you want to do that and you're good at it. Like, don't you make like a lot of money? And aren't you going to make a lot of money if you just keep going on that, on that good and good pace? Like, so that's why I'm like. Why would you give that up? Because also you could make my, you could, I don't know. Anyway, yes. Well, you, thank you for that. Yeah.
0: Either he, either he got discharged for, for whatever, or he was just terrible at his job. Like I can totally see him being awful at the, at the gig. Cause he, again, he didn't even know how long he worked there. He was like, um, for about, um, 13 years for me. i um, the truth is, is like, I literally know how long I've worked at every job, at least the last two. I'm like, oh yeah, less than a year, 10 months. The other one, I'm like seven years because it's like, I know when I quit,
1: it was seven years, you know, so it's like weird.
0: Yeah, we can move on if you're ready.
1: Yeah, you know, we have every couple, but it's only an hour episode. But yeah, you know, so basically, she says at the end. She says at the end, she hates cops, which I just thought was so funny. And he, what if he was like weird? I also have a whole problem with addict convicts. But here we are, Jade and Chris. Uh, I didn't write a lot for them. Like, it was they just one little scene. Do you even? I, I mean,
0: she tells him that she that he's changed. That he wasn't always all on her before. And I find out that they've been together for five years, which I didn't know. I guess I thought it had been recent, but, you know, mm-hmm. uh, it's only been five years. I mean, it's been five years, which is a long time. Mm-hmm. And she's basically like, I can't be with you every time. Like, I'm being with family. I'm I can't. I'm not i not going to be one of those people who's just on the phone constantly, which I was like, bravo. That's good, because I'm sick of these people who are just like, get on the phone with a person immediately and run up a $8,000 bill to talk to that person. And she is kind of telling him how he how she feels and he goes okay 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 but let me see them titties (laughs) like that's what happened Mm -hmm, mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) and she's like okay yeah because she's like we'd never banged you know obviously because you know but like she has she's touched him before she's grazed the area to feel things so and they've kissed before and he has one year left you know so God.
0: Yeah. yeah. He has a lot of freedom. If he's able to get on video chat with her and watch her dance around sexy time, is he going to masturbate? Is his celly there? Like what's going to go on?
1: I wish there was just a little way to kind of inform us of each my, of each prison's like laws and or rules about that, because it's always confusing. Like, you know, like, it, like at least it makes a little more sense. Like if you are Renika and you tell us that Osante has an illegal phone, so we're like, okay, that's how you can do that. You know, like, or, you know, whatever. It's just confusing. Like, uh, okay, I, that's all I have to say about them. Going into Brittany and Karak, Karak has like a specified FaceTime, scooge a point mont, that is obviously through the prison system and mm-hmm. not like, a, a, you know, a illegal iPhone. So it's like, yeah. it's interesting the ways in which people... Every time we see them, I'm always like, "Is this a how? How's this happening?" Kind of, you know.
0: Yeah, we were. I mean, it depends. I guess the crime, the state, if it's federal, if it's whatever. I guess. I mean, because Iowa yeah. was really less uh, people were allowed to do whatever in Iowa. So we have a situation where who are we talking
1: about again? Okay, so let me tell you. So I love you so much, Brittany and Karak. I'll, it opens up. She's installed like these lights around her bed. You know, like her. Head-thaw- no it, it came headboard? like
0: that it came like that it has a switch in the in the headboard
1: oh i thought it was like okay well then yeah no okay i'm gonna tell you that right now i hated that did you like it
0: <laughs> <laughs> if that's not a fucking setup i don't know what
1: is i thought <laughs> i know i know i know <laughs> because you don't think it's a setup only if you if you care about my opinion of your opinion <laughs> Uh, you shouldn't. No one should. I have opinions, but no one should care about my No, opinion. we all care
0: about your f- opinions because you are striving to be the most elegant of the Christines that ever Christine. So, you know. Well, that's my
1: per- by my personal aesthetic, but,
0: like <laughs> you know. Well, here's the truth. I thought it was a good idea for a headboard because I have lights around my headboard now that I use as, like, extra lighting when I'm at night watching TV. Um, It's just, like, a string of lights that I got from Target and I fill- refill the batteries every time. So to see it where she just flipped it, I was like... <gasps> Genius. Now, what I wanted on that bed frame, no, because I feel like that's the bed frame that a lot of folks who are trying to be like glam Mm -hmm. get. It's Mm -hmm. silver. Mm -hmm. And it's a it's a look. It's the same way that there was a generation of people who had water beds. It's the same way there was like a generation of people who had that very specific clock by their bed or they had plastic on the furniture or was the
1: clock like a digital clock or like what yeah the digital
0: clock that everybody had like there's some things there are some items that every black person owned and i'm sure there's there are items that every arab person owns (laughs) like right Mm -hmm. that you're just like oh that was what was popping back then like back i don't know maybe it was the 90s early 90s there was this like lacquered black headboard with that was round or kind of like yeah like a half moon shape and then there was a gold kind of trimming in it. Everybody's mama had it. It was like, it was like the, the bed that you got when you were like, I want my bedroom to be fancy. And this is what she's doing with this headboard.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. I'm going to send it to you.
1: Okay, good. I don't know how, cause how do how are you gonna find? Okay, I can't wait for you to. How don't know. Wait, then tell me how you actually found it. Like, what is the words are you looking up? Unless you're gonna be like '90s black person headboard.' Like, I can't imagine how you're gonna get. Oh, okay. Uh, she said yes. Uh, if you're listening to the podcast, she shook her head yes. So basically, she's having a conversation where she says that. She's talking to her friend and saying, you know, obviously Karak's coming out and she, she has to move because they want to get bigger, a bigger space, because she's been thinking and honey, she's gonna go fast forward into them kids, you know, like she's having kids. And the way that she's gonna do it is she will be the surrogate. Karak, you know, as you remember, is trans. Um, and we'll be they will be using Karak's eggs, her womb. And then she gets to tell all of this to her conservative parents, you know, like now half of me, okay, here's the thing. I know it's okay. Half of me is like, LOL. It's one thing you would tell me you have conservative parents and I get what you're like setting this up because you have like a lovely trans boyfriend and then that's going to be a thing. But it's also like funny to me if, if, if parents still have like a certain amount of like hoity toityness over their child who has been up and down when it, when it comes to their own choices, you know, like Brittany's been in jail, you know what I'm saying? Like, so in that kind of situation, it's like, how conservative can they be? Like they literally watched their daughter go to jail, you know, like for violent crime, you know, like, I mean, come on. Okay, go on.
0: I think that I can't find the headboard and I'll find <sighs> it to you. I'll find it. I think what happens with, it's not even conservative. Like I think sometimes the word gets mixed up because there are black people who are conservative as well, or like Hispanic people that are that are conservative as well, but it more so just means like super religious. I think when you're talking about people of color, right? Yeah,
1: okay. it's
0: it's that it doesn't matter what their child does because they're going to pray on it, and the Lord's going to see them through.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then, two, I think that their willingness to not talk to her or to have a not good relationship with her shows how stalwart they are in their like mindset because. I I know that with a lot of black people where it's like your kid could be running up and down the street doing God knows what, but you are at church three times a day. I mean, a week, you're at church on Wednesdays, you're at church on Fridays and you're at church on Sundays. So like, no matter what your children do, you're like having prayer for them or, or you're not talking to them because they've chosen a lifestyle of evil or like whatever it is, Mm -hmm. is kind of you telling your larger community that you don't condone their behavior. Mm -hmm. and so it's kind of just like well I did all I could God bless God is healing me you know I'll pray for them every day but they can't come in my house that's kind of the the attitude and I so I can see like that's why it's frustrating and I got frustrated because I hate it when people are like you got to have a relationship with your mom it's really important like you think you can try to get, get a relationship with her and she's like no I don't fucking talk to her like that I'm not gonna call her right now and talk to her like you're what you're saying to me is crazy Mm -hmm. it's like (laughs) yeah yeah if if it were her father no one would be pushing her to have a relationship with her father it's always i hate it i just hate it so much when people try to force women children to have relationships with their mothers when the relationship is is not good just it just bothers me all of my life this is all coming from a personal place people are like oh you've got to i'm like i don't have to do shit because i didn't do anything (laughs) yeah why do i have to do it that's a grown-ass person over there who lived a whole life 30 years before me and i have to now like make them like me or like do what i can to like bridge the gap no they're the problem they're the reason why the gap is happening
1: i you know i yeah i get what i get what you're saying i think that you know the good news is i think that despite the fact that again uh I share my opinion so frequently. There really is a nice way that this. I feel like this generation is kind of veering away from enforcing their opinion or thinking that they're like that their way is it to tell someone. It's kind of like that boundaries thing of like, great for you, not for me, or just like not asking or like not giving advice unless you're asked for really listening because if someone's talking to you about their problems they maybe don't need a solution they just need an ear so there's all of those kind of things that people then sometimes enforce or give their opinion so readily as a way to like remedy people and i I think that we at least have some verbiage uh to get out of that sometimes so
0: yeah she fucks up and she forgets she lost track of time and forgets to con- to like answer the phone or like join the FaceTime and he gets so upset. Now here's the truth. I get her losing track of time. She just moved in here, camera crews, there's a lot of shit going on. And I guess she was 20 minutes late and he had already jumped off. So she like calls him or he calls her and just like cusses her out, not with cuss words, but basically is just like, you got me looking stupid, getting dressed up and you don't even show up. And I'm like looking stupid in front of who? Were there people standing behind you? Like, all you have to do is come out and be like, yeah, I had a good time with my girl. You didn't have to tell them that, like, she didn't show up or something. I don't know. It was just, it felt like it was a little overreaction. Now I get it, waiting all day. And so does Brittany. She gets it. So she feels <laughs> bad and she allows, like, him. But when she says it's not my fault, that's when I was like, okay, that's stupid. It
1: is your fault. Yeah. Whose fault is it? And also, could you imagine if that was Chris? Of Jade and Chris? Oh my God, he would be pissed. I know.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's all I have. That's all it was like, you know, yeah, interesting episode. Went by fast. A lot of people. I was, you know, watching on my DBR. It didn't show me any previews for the next one. Did you see any previews?
0: No, I didn't. I didn't look up in time to make it so that it forced me to watch the credits. Because if I don't change it on my app to watch the credits instead of it count down to just showing the next episode, then I, I miss it.
1: Got it. Okay, well, here we are, my loves. We are following it, as you know. Anyway, and we also are following 90 Day Fiance. We have Toe and Before the 90 Days, so lots on the docket. If you want to follow us, you're absolutely welcome to. We exist on the social medias like Instagram or at DocuSweeties. Sweeties, there on DocuSweeties, at Sweeties on TikTok and at Sweeties one on X, I guess. God bless. <laughs> and also we exist on Patreon where you can see, well, you know, uh, shake her head. Wow, how do you do yes.
0: It? I mean, to see me shake my head, you can come to, or my ass, you can come to patreon.com <laughs> slash docu It's $10 a month to help us, you know, do what we do, hire the folks to help us, you know, not have such a stressful week when it comes to editing and or social medias. So thank you to those. Thank you to Jean-Marie and thank you to Gabby for your support in that. But yeah, if you want to help us, you know, $10 a month and that's it thank you guys so much i uh, will see you monday you know there's a link that went out on patreon for our live every first monday of the month as well as we are going to comment on tonight's episode of before the 90 days live as well so be there or be square <laughs> bye, bye.